0: Today on
1: the TMZ podcast. Welcome to the TMZ podcast. Derek, Jamie, and Eric here. You got the power trio. Yeah, yeah. two guys, one Jamie.
0: Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> all right, <laughs>
1: let's jump right in. Dave Chappelle, tell us about it.
0: Yeah, Dave Chappelle is going to be hosting SNL on November twelfth, and people are not happy. Um, so, according to some sources, uh, a lot of the writers are boycotting. They don't want to do it. They're not interested. After all of his homophobic jokes. Um, but apparently none of the actors are boycotting.
1: This is fascinating to me because Dave Chappelle hosting SNL, it's happened before, and it used to be one of the most highly anticipated, exciting events. Dave Chappelle was like a king of comedy, and now he's radioactive. Writers don't want to write for him. He's become this controversial figure given his comedy about trans uh, trans issues and people think he's transphobic and so
2: forth. And there is a a non-binary trans writer on the show now. Yes. Celestium. Yes. It's a writer, and there's also, I believe, a trans member of the cast. Is that not true, or just a uh, that. Non-binary, I
1: believe. Non-binary. There yeah. is a non-binary member of the cast mm-hmm. as well. So this issue is at the forefront. I think SNL is at this weird inflection point where it lost a lot of cast members, mm-hmm. and yeah, well, a lot of people think like the show seven is from last season, something seven like eight? seven, and core members. All yeah. they have, sort of for continuity, is Keenan at this point, and uh, you know Chris Red's gone. All these people are gone. And so Dave Chappelle coming should shake things up, get you some ratings, get you some anticipation. But it's really backfired.
0: Well, I feel for these actors because the actors, this these are their dreams. They get cut left and right that first yeah. season. You do not want to piss off King Lauren. If King Lauren says that that uh, Dave Chappelle can host, then you need to do what King Lauren says. I think so that's right. even if they have these opinions, no one's going to stand up and say anything. You don't like You don't throw your career away. No. Well, that's the thing, it's, it's, it's,
2: it's definitely not going to be the cast, because the older cast members have worked with Dave multiple times sure. now, and so they probably know him and are like, oh, okay, we're okay with it. Because most comedians did stick up for Dave. Absolutely. Yeah, but those new cast members, the, it's a they're not going to say
1: anything. This is really like a, a generational clash, because Lauren Michaels is quite old. I, I don't know his personal feelings on cancel culture and wokeness, but I venture to say he's kind of like Harvey,
2: like sort of sick of it and doesn't want exactly. to like, cancel but, guys like Dave Chappelle have to, who but, have been good to the show. But... Dave Chappelle's hosting SNL. Where did he get canceled? No, fair. Although, But, although, but if although writers broke. don't want to work on it, they don't have to. And this is... remembered very recently, last season, Elon Musk, a lot of people on the staff had issues with that and and boycotted that. Mm-hmm. They all made jokes back, about it on the through, show. Through about the history Elon. of the show, back in the, the 90s, Andrew Dice Clay hosted, and some of the cast members refused to be in sketches with him. So, True. There's a precedence for this.
1: Yeah, I think the tolerance for, you know, going forward though is less than it used to be. It used to have like a controversial person come on and maybe you'd get some headlines, but you wouldn't have writers sit out. I don't remember that. Do you remember writers sitting out a week because of the nature of the views of the host? I don't even remember that for no. Elon. Like, did people sit out for Elon's no, episode? No,
0: but this was this was Elon pre- the current monster he is i think if elon <laughs> yes. today he was
1: he was sort of coming to be the yeah, monster but he wasn't quite he didn't arrived. Get, his
0: crown wasn't fitted yet but like yeah. it was <laughs> at the shop um but the thing it's so it is so interesting because obviously the things that he said you know all the homophobia transphobia terrible but then there is the argument of like well what's comedy and what's allowed and yes. what's what is art versus what is hate and especially it, on saturday night <laughs> live exactly. which has a record of
2: being offensive itself sometimes yes, yes. And pull up some old sketches and see how well they hold up.
0: Oh, I, God. They, the things that everybody just cross-dressing and this and that, and they would never do today. But it is, I feel for the writers, I feel for, for the performers, it is a weird spot to be in. Let
1: me ask you a question. So in this episode, is Dave Chappelle going to lean into the controversy, which he sometimes likes to do? He, he's not a troll, I wouldn't say, but he's not afraid of ruffling a few well, feathers, sort of or is he going to do a very safe show?
2: No, it's sort of become his brand since the closer the special he did like his stand up now he talks a lot about the gay community and the trans community like and will he, the he perfo- has leaned very hard into it okay so then my next question is will the performers who it sounds like are going to go forward even though some of the
1: writers who they stand in solidarity with are sitting this one out will they dutifully perform whatever dave chappelle wants to do including arguably transphobic well, skits? I,
0: I don't think he's going to come out and do no you know some sort of stereotypical gay character like, but I but don't...
2: i hope not but it's I, become I, kind of his brand i don't think do he will do stuff. that exactly but remember last time he hosted in 2020 he just kind of went off script a lot. Yes. Yeah. Like, yes. He yes. Dropped, dropped the N-word several times, yes. kind of threw the cast off, which normally Lauren Michaels bans hosts for, for ad-libbing. He hates that because yeah. he's like, this show has to work by people sticking to the script. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, but... Dave Chappelle's always gotten a pass for that.
1: Yes. So what is he going to do? My my sense is he won't do it. it. He won't do a safe show, but when he did his comedy special that was so controversial, he made a note of it that he said, This is the last time I'm speaking on these issues, so I'm gonna get it all out in this one special, and everyone said, Oh my god, that's horrific. Or a lot of people said yeah. that's horrific and we want to cancel you. But he did say, I'm not gonna become this kind of comedian who just traffics in uh comedy that is good for shock value. That I don't think that's what Dave Chappelle wants to be. He wants to be no, funny. He, he does want not to want to be, be
2: a, a shock, he doesn't want to be Andrew Dice Clay. That's, that's right. not his thing. I don't but. think that's is that. I hope well, see, so. But, but this is the the thing for SNL. People are going to watch. You
1: know, So so it's interesting. There are all these reports that the room of writers uh, were were sort of not participating in sitting this out. Dave's rep says, actually, I went there. The room was full of writers. They all pitched ideas and seemed very excited about it. And uh, Dave's looking forward to having some fun. So there are different stories out there about the level of boycott we're going to actually see. And, and it's hard to know because they're writers. So if the performers are there,
2: it's going to look like a regular show. Well,
0: the, the room can still be full of writers and several or not. Yeah
2: yeah correct. but, but, if obviously he's been meeting with them, the show's airing in a couple of days it's It's being written and rehearsed right now, so if there was a huge issue, Dave would know yeah. I think that's right. And he's, and he's been on the show before, so he's, he's he's I think he's got a feel for it, a little bit of the pulse of
1: like what SNL is like in normal it, circumstances and in abnormal circumstances. It'll, it'll be interesting to see what happens with It's going to get good ratings. I think you're yeah, right. This people is gonna now creating a lot of curiosity. Day. All right, um, let's move on to Kanye. We haven't talked about him for a while. So. Yeah, yeah, Kanye. Adi-
2: well, we're talking more about Adidas right now because yeah. they are going to be selling Yeezys. Mm-hmm. They just aren't going to call them that. So this is the, I would love to know how Kanye negotiated his deal with Adidas. So he owns the copyright to Yeezy. Mm-hmm. But most of the designs are Probably owned, the trademark, but yes. yeah, Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the designs are owned by Adidas. So they are right. going to keep selling these shoes that look like Yeezy's. They just can't call them that. They won't be branded as
1: such. Yeah. They'll just be the design because the design is very popular, right? I'm, I'm,
2: right? I'm cool with it. But, but but who I'm for for Adidas and you know, they're going to lose what half a billion dollars in the next year I think. Yes, off this the splitting ways with Kanye. Who's the audience for this? Because Kanye fans are not going to buy a non-Yeezy Adidas Yeezys. And it's, and are probably mad at Adidas yeah, for turning their back they're on Yeah, they're Kanye. boycotting. That. Yes. And then, Adidas fans
1: don't want the stink of Kanye on their shoes. Right. So it, it's it's who are you pleasing here? Maybe Jamie. Jamie, <laughs> 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 yeah. <way> you <laughs> all about it. Having not...
0: a cute color. I agree. Make that them a... l- comfy, <laughs> and I, I'm side me up. I, uh,
1: yeah. you know, I, I hate. It makes me sound sort of strident about these things, but I don't think you can pull the stink off of Yeezy shoes just by saying they're now called, uh, you know, Breezy's. Yeah, they're I like, breezy. Like they <laughs> will always be seen as Yeezys. The swastika <laughs> will always be seen as an emblem of the yeah. Nazi party. All right. Party. Well,
0: I would like mine without swastikas. Yeah, so no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. Yeah,
1: yeah. You, you want to rub those out? Yeah, yeah, on yeah, yours, yeah. Do you have so these without swastikas? Over is, yeah, do or... the ones without them um, on the
2: heel? But do, do people love the design of the shoe? so Much they really just want it, or was it just because they love Kanye well, and wanted his it's a good shoe? Point. I never bought it. I, so I don't know. they
0: have evolved so much now that then they got so weird, like plasticky looking. The original ones all brands make little knockoffs of them the, when they were just kind of the. I can't. What kind of fabric is that? Even? I don't, I don't they, know. Yeah, meshy. Do you know what I mean? The I meshy, exactly it, exactly it became the, a very the, big the trend. The foamy
2: ones look like melted Crocs. I, yeah, I don't but know why you want to wear them. I'm telling
0: you, you go to Old Navy and you're gonna find a five dollar knockoff of it. So, oh, yeah, it.
2: yeah. You'll, you are. You'll find the cheap melted Crocs. Sure. Like, yeah, absolutely. Because I've seen them. And I guess. But yeah, but but just these shoes like. I, I don't know who Adidas is going to be pleasing with this. Kanye fans right. will not support this. No, Kanye people fans who will... hate Kanye will not support this. Right.
1: Well, you so, certainly you, you got to pick
0: a
2: master to serve, right?
1: And, and they're
0: serving nobody. You can't sell them for as much as as you would for Yeezy for Kanye's name, I would imagine. But why yeah, no. not
1: just depart? You've made the decision, which is very difficult, hit your bottom line very hard to cut ties with Tanya. You have to with Kanye. You have to go through the painful process of you know, pulling your brand and, and disentangling yourself. It seems like they're kind of trying to, you know, chart well, a middle
0: path. don't you think pack. we have warehouses and warehouses full of shoes? I don't think they're going to be making, like, So you think they're just moving
2: new. the existing product, yeah. the inventory? Well, yeah, they do. Have, they, I mean, they've already lost a huge chunk of money. You're not going to just eat the cost of all these shoes sitting in these warehouses. Yeah, I think so they're you, they, they, in the So just warehouse. the inventory, but because they won't make any new shoes? I don't remember, know. We'll see how well, it sells. Remember, because yeah. Adidas took like when all the Kanye things started coming out the anti-semitic stuff we people like roasted Adidas because it took them what a weekend yeah. to cut ties with him mm-hmm. which seemed like a long time in social media time but in business 2 days is not a whole lot so obviously all these things were already in production they already were looking ahead to what they were going to be doing in 2023 so now they're saddled with this right what do we do a lot of people will be okay i mean
1: adidas shareholder is going to say you have a responsibility as a company that i invest in to sell your product and and make money for the bottom line and so they're going to give them a pass they're saying look it doesn't line kanye's pockets it just gives money to adidas shareholders so we're okay with this and you actually have a responsibility to do something with this inventory if you burn it in a bonfire you're just burning value yeah so Interesting. I, I think morally they're going to have a tough road It, to it will
2: be. If you, when you see people out wearing post-Kanye Yeezys. Yeah. What, what, what do, do you think, think about, about that person? person? Yeah. Not even good or bad. I mean, we'll, just, know, we'll know I'm when Jay curious. becomes like, in her, her, <laughs> <Yeah>. her <breezes. laughs> yeah. like We're going to have a now. live
1: experiment of that. Her, her like Jay <laughs> Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Um, All right, let's move to uh, another story. So so Peacock is releasing this documentary called Casey Anthony, Where the Truth Lies. Obviously, the true crime genre is huge in the wake of Dahmer and all the other true crime series. Um, They want to capitalize on it. This is about Casey Anthony, the very famous case where a mother allegedly killed her a toddler child two-year-old. it wasn't an infant it was a yeah. two-year-old and was acquitted and was acquitted uh, but casey anthony has been very quiet since then she's given a few comments but no live interview appearances and during this trial her most vocal critic when it was all the rage i mean this was big like nancy uh, uh like natalie holloway this mm-hmm. was yeah. all over the news for a period of time um nancy grace a former prosecutor who was a talking head and talks about like legal cases would just rip into Casey Anthony, uh, you know, it, it, call her horrible things. It became
2: Nancy Grace's claim to fame. Yeah. It like, really when I, when I think Nancy Grace, I think Casey Anthony. so intertwined. Yeah. Yes. Top, mama, top mom. She yeah, that's right. Top that's right. mom. That's right. Yeah. So
1: Nancy Grace would rip into her. So obviously this thing coming out, people are curious, well, what do you think of it? Uh, she doesn't have very kind things to say about it. Take a listen to this. She was on TMZ Live.
0: Because they're going to make money. That's why they're doing it. And it's on us, whether we watch it or not. And I would like to point out that I was contacted by this group when the director was still working on it to have a sit down with Tottenham Casey Anthony under these conditions. And I said, absolutely not. Because when I learned, I couldn't ask the questions I wanted. I couldn't control what was happening. No way, because she's gonna do exactly what we predict. She's gonna have softball questions and lie her way through it with no one to test her such as under cross-examination.
1: The old prosecutor in Nancy came out, she used to try cases and she's, you know, to her credit, she's not, uh, she's true to her word. I like I like Nancy Grace because she believes these things and she also was unwilling to sit down for the interview. If she was yeah. on here sort of like, I sat with her, but I, I got the questions in I wanted and you knew she was sort of paid to be involved in it, it would feel different. But she said, no, I actually refused to because yeah. they wanted to do kind of a puff piece or something that I wouldn't uh, want to participate and have my name behind. And she's true to her word. Well, she wanted she, to rip she into Casey
2: Anthony. Obviously, very clearly believes that that Casey Anthony murdered her child. Yes. So you have to have some sort of conviction. You don't want to help make money for somebody that you think did that. You don't want to help them rehab their image with the public. If you really believe they did it, you're not going to be involved. And she's not. Do you and think I there's that.
0: any chance that Casey Anthony comes out of this looking better?
2: you Honestly, this sounds insane. But yeah. So this case was 2011.
0: Yes. People. Soften
2: over, it. like the, the, if you don't really remember it, if you weren't following it that much and you just watch this you could be like, oh, well, maybe she didn't, or you could start to feel sorry for her because she's controlling the narrative. That's right, but the and she's narrative- gonna paint sort of, Because we watched the trial and you portrait. remember this. The yes.
0: facts are facts that she didn't contact anybody. Her kid was missing for 30 days. And
2: she'll have some sad reason why.
0: I'm interested, oh. though. I'm interested. But but I how do how think she, how she
1: it, coped with it by partying and so forth. Like, there yeah. were bad I do, facts that to, she's going to have to wrestle with.
2: To Peacock's credit, I do think it's interesting. The title of the special is Casey Anthony, Where the Truth Lies. Yes. Is it saying, okay, this is the truth, that she didn't do it, we're going to reveal it, or is it implying that Casey Anthony's the truth and she's lying? Yeah,
0: if you're like, doing... Uh, don't put the t- word Yeah, Casey lies, Anthony, where please. the truth
2: lies. Like, she, that, that almost tells you in the title, she's lying to you.
0: This is yeah. a, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's kind of I, saying I never, that. I never... Yeah, I never, yeah. It yeah, is I, such yeah. an odd move on her part that if, let's say, she truly didn't do it, she's been laying low in Florida for years... Why would people finally have I forgotten her face? She can go to Trader Joe's and get some. Yeah, whatever. That's, that's the thing. Why, why? Why dredge
2: this up again?
0: Oh, oh I, weird. Think, I don't
1: think she leads a normal existence. I think she's a pretty distinct-looking person who, when you see her, she, she things is. are shouted like "kid but, murderer." But it's but it's
2: but it's, mm. but it's but it's but it's been over a decade at this point. I imagine that has lessened. No, no, no. She wasn't. She wasn't. it faded? Casey OJ not OJ He was already very, very famous. Football
0: player, actor. What are you talking about? This was a pretty
2: high-profile. It was not. You yeah, see oh, her, it. you
0: see her at Macy's, and you think, did I go to college with her? You don't go. Hey, <laughs> there's a chick that killed her kid. Yeah, or you
2: think like, are you? Or I would think like.
0: Uh, that lady looks kind of like Casey Anthony. Hey, remember her? But if I
2: see OJ in, I know it's OJ. And so, I, but
0: you're making it sound
1: like only celebrities can have horrible cases. Follow them around. But you know, people who are just involved in court cases no, it, become iconic it does in themselves. The her, Night Stalker, Jeffrey Dahmer. These are figures that I would okay, not also... know the
0: Night Stalker at Trader Joe's. You wouldn't <laughs> No! What if he waved to you and you saw the pentagram uh, on his? <laughs> is well, he cute? He's,
2: he's dead, so he would probably be a little weird. Yeah. Like, um, oh my God,
0: a skeleton! No, at the I'm grocery saying
2: story. she's still. She will always be Casey Anthony, but yeah. I'm sure it's much less now than it was a decade ago. She agree so why Put your face back on this yes. special, and why? Why do this? To and yourself apparently, again?
0: she's not being paid by Peacock. Obviously, she will make money off of licensing licensing the photos of, of Kaylee, and you know she'll all make money. And maybe,
2: that, maybe she's just doing it for money. But well, that'll drag but, her through a whole other news cycle if she's monetizing her murderous, Like, but but that's the thing. So, the, 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 escapade. The, obviously, the two things are either she did it or she didn't. If she did it, and she's the only repository of the truth. Yeah, but I'm saying, so if she did it, why would you put yourself back out there and do this again? If you didn't do it and you went through all this, why put yourself out there and go through it again? For a whole new Either way, I don't. To judge I don't yeah. understand. She wants
1: to clear her name, and look, she must look at the landscape and say, "Wow, this Jeffrey Dahmer series just." cultivated some sort of begrudging sympathy for a monster like Jeffrey Dahmer. A lot of people had problems with that because they said it humanizes him. It gives a whole long arc and all of a sudden Jeffrey Dahmer is this sort of strange but maybe tormented soul and you 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 naturally when you watch someone on on television, you feel empathy. You don't just mm-hmm. feel anger. For when you watch someone for a long period of time, it's impossible to hold all those negative feelings the entire time and she's thinking, "Look, this will soften me. Nancy Grace is not going to pepper me with questions. I'm going to get to just tell my story." You can't do that in a courtroom setting. Because Nancy Grace or the prosecutor gets to gets to pepper you and show all your inconsistencies she's got a friendly documentarian who's going to allow her to like elaborate I think she thinks it will improve her image I mean Maybe it's just a cash grab and that's certainly what Nancy thinks and sounds like what you guys think, but she may think this will soften her image. I, I think her image is worse than you guys think. I think this woman roams around Florida and people yell like you disgusting murderer no, and she wants to improve. I'm
2: that. sure they do, but I think it's fewer people now than it was mm-hmm. in two thousand twelve. Yes. You, you so why rile up those other people and it could get worse. Yeah. yeah, why why <laughs> let yeah. me remind you of the facts <laughs> of this case.
1: Yes. Yeah,
2: that's a Totally fair yeah, point. Like, and probably. Hello, true. I'm Casey Anthony. You may remember me from such murders as Kaylee. Yeah. Yes. You know, like what? Yes. Don't do
0: that.
1: Yeah. It does have a little bit of Troy McClure to it. A little bit. Um. All right. Well, we'll see. I mean, look, so we're going to see it live. Are you going to be interested in watching that?
0: I am, and that's the right. thing that I don't. I don't know <laughs> what I'm supposed to do. Somebody tell me while I'm sitting in my Yeezys. Right. I, it's also oh, no. kicking up your feet and swatting swastika <laughs> Yeezys. No. watching the Casey Anthony documentary. No. Uh,
2: well, because you're going to be DVRing the Dave Chappelle thing at the same exactly. time. Exactly. So, right. Uh, right. Know, so many, so much good content. Uh,
0: another sad story. Shall yeah. we just go to more sad Let's news? Pivot. Yeah. Um, Aaron Carter. So this story, you know, it just keeps getting sadder. So apparently, he never had a, a closure conversation with his brother Nick and his twin sister Angel. Um, they were estranged at the time, but apparently, Aaron felt that they were on good terms when he had died. So. A lot of messiness went on over the years. Um Nick and Angel both had restraining orders against him. Um he had threatened both of their lives.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. Nick said that Aaron had threatened to to kill his, his pregnant, pregnant wife, wife. Yeah.
0: and then um he had said he was going to send hitmen to Angel yeah. and her family big old bucket of yuck mess um but apparently angel had gotten word to aaron somehow i don't know whether that's through a friend whether they were not supposed to be in contact according to the law but he she had gotten a message to him that she wished him well wanted him to get healthy and apparently that brought aaron a lot of peace so when he did die he felt that they were on the road to repairing their relationship
2: but nick never felt that no no, but we know after Aaron died when Nick performed at the Backstreet Boys, said how he always loved his brother and always you know, they weren't all, they were they had their problems, but he loved him. Yeah. Look, I think you can love your brother and feel the need to protect your family when your Absolutely. brother goes off the rails.
1: It's a very, very sad story to feel that emptiness and the loss. I mean it is his baby brother. I take him at his word. I don't think there's any insincerity. No, of uh with the That's your going brother, on, but addiction is difficult. real
0: and and mental illness is real. And at a certain point and, you have to protect your own family yeah, over
2: I guess if you want to yeah. look for, for silver linings in it, that Aaron maybe felt that they were in an okay spot before he died. Exactly. So at least there's that. And Nick probably knows that— And that's comforting, I'm sure, to Nick, even though yeah, he didn't and, feel they were Nick in a good spot. And Nick probably knows that they were as good as they could have been mm-hmm. because I think had they been able to have that closure conversation, they wouldn't have had those problems in the first place. I think, you know, had, yeah. had Aaron been able to get himself together and and keep his head right and stay clean, there wouldn't have been issues between them. Nick no. would have happily gotten rid of restraining orders and been like, okay, I, you know, you could welcome somebody back because I think— I'm projecting here, but I would assume Nick and Angel knew that it was the addiction. Of course. Yes. And, and if Aaron could mm. conquer that then all is forgiven. I'm sure Nick knows that, but the, the survivor's
1: guilt that Nick must be feeling must be tremendous because much of Aaron's life was defined by Nick's success. Nick mm. was uh, out in front. He was a member of the Backstreet Boys. He sort of, you know, set the path of their lives, and Aaron was always seen, at least by the public, as sort of chasing his brother's fame, maybe riding coattails. He did have his own success. He was successful, but, but he was I never... He saw his success as... was
2: always so small compared to the Backstreet Boys. Yes,
1: and Aaron, or Nick is entitled to have his own career and, and pursue his own successes and, and accomplishments. But he undeniably is a source of a lot of what was going on in Aaron's head. And he knows that um, now, whether it was turned into addiction, I, I don't want to speculate on that. People, you know, turn to drugs for all sorts of reasons. But there has to be an element of Nick blaming himself and that's yeah.
2: unfortunate i feel for nick because because he doesn't deserve that he doesn't because deserve also to feel that way but it's impossible not to because, feel that way because aaron was what nine years old when he released his first album yeah. like he was so so young but you'd forget remember nick was the youngest of the backstreet mm-hmm. boys I mean, yeah he was what 14 15 16 yeah and so he was, he going was through his own growing pains yeah managing so it was, fame and success i yeah. mean honestly he's an example of like child star somebody who managed to navigate it Fairly well. Yeah. Yes. And they he had, had bumps. But I mean, he, he was one he, of the most he, famous he, he, he people on earth but before he was 20. And yes. they
0: also they had issues with their parents of being stage yeah. monsters. Gosh. And I just he, so Aaron really not. I mean, it is a fact, though, that the door was open because of Nick and he was thrown into 100%. this role and he was famous. Sure. And I had a really good friend in high school who was his dancer while we were in high school. And the stories she would tell me were insane. I mean, uh,
1: Aaron's dancer. Yes. Yeah. She was
0: Aaron's backup dancer. And the stories were insane just even at 16 of like, oh, God, going out and doing these crazy things. And when he died, she she messaged me and all she said was, it's so sad that child stars don't get the help they need. It's remarkable
1: yeah. how we repeat these things over and over mm-hmm. again because there is a natural appetite for child stars. It will, they will only ex- exist, and every generation has their version of, oh, man, I wish that person had some help. Will they find a better path? When we were growing up, it was Drew Barrymore was, like, the party yeah. girl for a while. and well, She had she, really been rehabbed twice corrected. by the time she was 12. But now look at Michael Jackson she's famously. The, she's, like, like our, America's flower girl. So some of them do yeah. find their way Very. to, like,
2: a healthy lifestyle, but some of them do just don't. And it's, it's, it's very, it's, very it's, sad. Well, it's like for for any child, famous or not, it's, it's who you have around you. Yes. You know, any child who has horrible parents or people abusing them or, or taking advantage in some other way, whether they're famous or not, their life is still messed up. Yeah. You need someone to kind of be able to come in and save you. And Aaron didn't have that person to set that no. up. And then it, it hit a point where you know, Nick couldn't come in and save him. He had to help himself, but he didn't know how.
1: And the road is
2: just littered. It won't be the last one either. Corey Haim,
1: they just all pop into your mind whenever you hear a story like this. They just never figure it out. And then the transition to your 30s and 40s is tough when you're a child star, when you're not uh, having the same success. All right, let's move to our last story, which is not funny, (laughs) but really cringy. So uh, KFC, so KFC is obviously a global brand. Uh, There's many of them all across the world, including Germany, Uh, and they sent out uh, a tweet Um, an app alert, sorry, it's an app alert yesterday yesterday was november 9th i believe yes and yeah the, the app said hey it's memorial day for kristallnacht <gasps> treat yourself with more tender cheese on your crispy chicken now <laughs> at kf cheese <laughs> so for those of be- for those of you who don't know what kristallnacht <gasps> is that was the german pogrom it was a night when uh, literally people sto- nazis stormed the streets and they broke a bunch of windows kristallnacht just means broken glass and they killed i believe 90 people it was sort this of was- considered the
2: start of It's it's the night when the the simmering hatred of Jews that Nazis had just... Fully exploded on the streets. And, and, and from I'll there, it was World War II and the Holocaust. deeply somber occasion, yes.
1: particularly in Germany. It's one thing if this KFC and somewhere else said this message. That's, yeah. in Yeah.
0: I'll tell you what it's not. It's not a day for tender cheese on your crispy chicken.
1: <laughs> this is my question. It's first a of day almost, to remember, not a day to celebrate. Is any yes. day a day for tender cheese on your chi- crispy chicken? Do people do that?
0: <laughs> do people <laughs> well, melt I cheese know. on <laughs> chicken? That's the first okay. level that's, of analysis That's, that's why your takeaway like food. The second You know, it might be good. Yeah.
1: So here's what KFC said, and I, and I take them at their word because this is deeply embarrassing. They withdrew yeah. they withdrew the notification. What they had is a system that apparently automatically pulled holidays off the calendar and plugged them into promotional ads, and then sent <laughs> them out on the app. What well, they didn't differentiate between holidays. So yeah. I guess you would get anything you know, on one the calendar. First. It's like, well, let's make Happy sure we Valentine's this. Day. Yeah. Get some crispy
2: chicken. It's Grandparents' Day. Wow. But but, but it's like, I think you gotta fix this. It would be sort of like a, this happening in the U.S. if it's like. Happy September 11th. Come out and get your cheesy yeah. chicken. Like, Well, ooh, people, people
0: yes. do that. There's been a couple of people that have done that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But you know yeah. what is most exciting for me? What? I now know what I'm going to be eating while I'm watching <laughs> Casey Anthony
1: wearing my Yeezys. We've now completed Jamie's evening. DVRing <laughs> oh. Dave Chappelle.
2: <laughs> On that note, we'll, we'll see you guys next time.